when the bell rang just now, was there a sense of, oh, thank God, relief? And if so, that might be a sign of perhaps trying a little bit too hard with the mindfulness. What we're looking for is this balanced effort. So earlier I mentioned this phrase, right mindfulness. Those of you who are familiar with the Buddha's teachings, you'll know that I'm referring to a factor of the Noble Eightfold Path, these eight different qualities that we develop in the service of deepening wisdom and compassion. So right mindfulness, sometimes also translated as wise mindfulness, is uh, defined as this uh, satisampajano, clear comprehension, but also it's defined as unremitting mindfulness, so continuous, comprehensive, all through the day. And we can hear this invitation to unremitting mindfulness and feel like, oh, oh, so much effort. But mindfulness in this context doesn't, isn't a forceful dragging the attention back to the object. It's not a fixating or a focusing in this narrow, restrictive way. It's a, it can have a real lightness of touch, quite literally. So some of you have, um, know the example that Sero Utejaniya uses when he invites us just to gently raise our hands and then bring them together. So let's do that now, just slowly, mindfully. Raise your hands. Slowly, mindfully, bring them together until they're touching. And now that they're touching, do you know that they're touching? How much effort does that take? So often, at least for me in the beginning, I was sort of like, "Mm, hands touching, hands touching, hands touching. We don't need that amount of force. It's very light and simple. So you can let the hands go now. And just remember that example because when the mindfulness is connecting with that degree of simplicity and lightness, it really doesn't take a lot of effort, does it? And so it can be continuous through everything we're doing. And it's the continuity of mindfulness that allows it to strengthen and to deepen. In this way, everything that we do throughout the day, from the moment we wake up, until the moment we go to sleep, is a form of meditation. Whether we're sitting, standing, walking, lying down, eating, going to the bathroom, whatever we're doing is our meditation practice. Now usually most of us have an unconscious hierarchy that here in the hall is the real meditation. And then when we do the walking, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's kind of meditation, but it's not as good as the real thing. And then everything else is just kind of filler in between coming into the hall. 
But I'd really like to invite you to flatten out that hierarchy so that moving to put on our shoes is equally a meditation as sitting here in the hall. Going to the bathroom is equally a meditation as putting on our shoes as sitting in the hall. So there's this elegant, graceful, seamless movement of mindfulness throughout the day. So Sharon Salzberg talks about when she was sitting in Burma with Upandita and she really was struggling with this concept of continuity of mindfulness. She could do it in the hall, sitting, knowing the breath, and she'd go for her individual meeting with a teacher and she'd be all prepared to tell him about the breath and he'd say, when you put on your shoes, did you put on the left shoe first or the right shoe first? And of course she couldn't remember. So she'd pay very careful attention to putting on her shoes and be all ready to report that. And he'd say, when you cleaned your teeth, brushed your teeth, did you brush the left side or the right side first? <laughs> so she'd pay really careful attention to the teeth. And of course, next time he'd ask her something different until eventually she got it all through the day, knowing what you're doing. So in the service of that, slowing down is a real support, perhaps not to the extent I was joking about earlier, but as a general principle, the slower you go, the more you'll know. Just like in a car, if we're zooming along at 110, everything's a blur. But if we can slow down to some extent, we just start to notice more and more of the details of our experience. So we're going to be alternating between sitting and walking. And I'll give just some brief instructions about walking meditation. And I'd like us to do it together. Practicing this moment-to-moment mindfulness, even right now, as you begin to change from sitting to standing, you can notice how do you actually do that? Where does the weight of the body go? Where? How do the legs move? Where do the hands move? What do you see? So very slowly, mindfully now, changing from sitting to standing. Just standing in place for a moment. And if your balance is okay, you can let your eyes close. Or if you need to keep your eyes open, just have them downcast. And again, we can begin by standing, knowing that we're standing. And again, we can have that felt sense of the body Standing, noticing how you know now that you're standing and not sitting. So when we begin our walking meditation, we begin with this few moments of standing, knowing that you're standing. Standing. 
And then slowly, mindfully, just take one small step forward. Noticing all the details of the sensations as you lift the leg, place it. Step forward and bring both feet together. Standing again, knowing that you're standing. And then we'll take a step back to where we started, maybe lifting the other leg, stepping back, noticing the sensations, coming to standing. So usually when we practice formal walking meditation, we have a track and we just walk up and down the track so that we don't have a destination in mind. Coming back to the journey metaphor, the journey is the practice. So we can walk with this sense of interest and curiosity. Just like when we're traveling in somewhere foreign, all of our senses are heightened and alert because everything is new and unfamiliar. So if we're in Tokyo or somewhere and we don't speak the language, we really pay attention to what other people are doing and to how to behave appropriately and to know what's going on around us. In a similar way, when we're walking, we can bring that sense of heightened curiosity and interest. Even though all of us have walked how many billion steps in our lives, here on retreat, we can really let our mindfulness and our interest become heightened so that we walk as if we'd never walked before. And all of our sense doors are fully open to seeing to hearing, to smelling, perhaps to tasting, to all the physical sensations that come as you walk. So I invite you to enjoy these sessions of sitting and walking. <laughs> 